0: in the Limelight podcast. It is kind of a chilly Saturday here in Chicago, um, so I figured I would hunker down and record a couple of small episodes for you. Um, We are at the end of Lime Awareness Month, so this feels extra special, and I feel like it was just kind of the perfect like kick in the butt um, to start investing more time into all of my passion projects like the In the Limelight podcast um, and all of that good stuff. You know, it's funny because I've been thinking a lot about the podcast and I feel like I really, really enjoyed it when I first started it because I had a co-host, which is just like, totally different. It's a different energy. It's um, less like lonely, I guess. And then, you know, I haven't had a co-host in a few years, but I feel like that's when I started to kind of trail off because it is just so much work to record a podcast and then edit it, especially when you have guests on, which I love and I love chatting with people and I love picking people's brains, but it's a lot of brain power you know for somebody that is still sick and in treatment to like write a conversation guide and then interview the guest and then edit the podcast and like get it approved and all these things so i just want you to know that i am actively thinking about how i can keep putting out more episodes consistently where it is just me jumping on here and torturing you it just is hard because i feel like i am not that exciting of a person. Um, So when something hits me and inspiration strikes, I will just um, record an episode. But if in the meantime, if there's anybody that you think would just be like a good casual like guest or conversation, feel free as always to send me a DM on Instagram, because although I kind of have my finger on the pulse of the Lyme world, I don't know everything and everyone and, you know, everything that's going on at all times. So help me, help me help you. <laughs> um, anyway, I was thinking I would just hop on here and record an episode about energy and healing and using energy for healing. You know, I know I've shared a little bit about my experience with um, energy healing and um, all of that good stuff, whatever you want to call it, um, so I figured I would share more in depth about my experience. It's something I kind of touch on here or there, like, on my personal Instagram page, um, but I love reading, like, Jordan Younger's posts about energy and healing, and I'm not quite, like, that deep with it. Like, she's really in it, um, and I think it's been, like, a really good thing for her, and I'm just not, like, quite there yet, but it, I really, I I enjoy listening to her talk about it um, and what's helped her. So I figured I would take my kind of, like, pared-down story and share it with you and share some things that have helped me. So I think, like, most of you, maybe not, but a lot of you know that I, almost a year ago now, it was, like, August, Um, I started getting interested in energy healing um, and things like that. And then as, like, we've been stuck in quarantine just with, like, our thoughts, I have explored it more mostly through um, one of my very close friends who I consider to be my healer, and she's a medium and intuitive. um, And kind of through her guidance, I have gone more in depth with it also I'm sorry I like don't know why my voice is so froggy I think it's just like allergies um but sorry I sound like a frog so I figured I'd talk a little bit about that so I will back up for a second and you can think I'm crazy or not I don't really know because I don't know who's listening to this I'm not in your brain But I have always been, like, a very sensitive person to energy and, like, other people's emotions and things, like, in the air. Um, My grandmother and my mom are both, like, very, very sensitive also to those things. And I don't know if it was my great-grandmother or my great-great-grandmother, but somebody on my mom's side of the family was a streganona in Italy, which is like an Italian version of a healer. So I think that that is pretty cool and pretty special. Um, It always kind of like the thought of like energy and like the other side, if you will, has always kind of freaked me out. I had a really bad experience with it um, when I was in fifth grade, but I will save that story for another day because that is just a whole other um, direction and probably not something you want to hear on this. So I've always been really sensitive to energy and um, emotions and things like that, but maybe if you're not, um, this is totally new for you and that is okay. Just try to be open-minded as I chat. All right, so it was probably like a little over a year ago, I met my now very close friend Cindy through a mutual friend, our friend Elise, who um, does all of like the PR events, marketing, social, literally a goddess, um, for a restaurant and um, store in the Gold Coast of Chicago that I host a lot of fundraisers at. So Elise put me in touch with Cindy and I, like, remember it very clearly, which is, like, so weird because my brain literally never remembers anything. I met, um, Cindy for lunch one day at Space 519, and I think we were both just kind of, like, not, like, weary of each other, but, like, I didn't know that much about her, like, she didn't know that much about me and, like, what I did, but somehow she very generously, um, offered to donate her healing services and she does like aura photography and I'll put like a link to that in this and all this crazy stuff um, to the gala that I typically host in August, which sadly is not happening this year because of obviously because of COVID-19. Um, so she basically has this special camera and film that takes aura photographs. so you like sit down and you put your hands on these like metal plates and it's way more complicated than this but and it takes an aura photograph for you so she donated her time to the soiree which was so kind um because we raised like i think over a hundred thousand dollars that night um so a lot of people like with lime got to sit with her and experience her um so that was super cool and so i kind of met her and we didn't really become like friends yet at this point And then I went in July to Bali and I had always heard that Bali was like a very spiritual place and that you just like feel things differently there. And it wasn't until we went to like this one part of the island and I was just sitting on the beach like alone and I had gotten these like Crystals, crystal bracelets and, like, necklaces that were like, balance your chakras. And I just had this, like, moment of clarity that, like, everything was going to be okay and that I was healing and that I needed to help others, which, like, I was already doing. And I still feel like there's some, like, missing piece for me of, like, something I'm supposed to be doing for, like, others to help them heal and, like, help our community. And I haven't quite figured it out yet, but I do still spend a lot of time thinking about it um, And that was kind of reinforced with like something else I did that I'll get into later. But so long story short, I had this experience in Bali and it just made me a lot more open to like energy healing and um, exploring that side of things. So in August, um, when I had the soiree, I had my aura photo done. And Cindy was kind enough, like, it's this giant event space and it was like ten o'clock at night. Everyone had left and she sat with me for like a half hour and basically did like a mini reading. And um it was just like fascinating. So I'll like post photos after I post this episode on Instagram of um my like aura photos in the progression. But basically she saw my friend that had passed away in my photo. And, um, she saw, like, healing coming into my life in, like, these three different parts, um, of, like, your aura that you, like, need to, like, fully heal. And, um, it would, it just, it was the first time that it gave me, like, a lot of hope. And I think after my friend passed away, I had never really, like, I, like, went into therapy right away with, like, a psychologist and all the stuff. Um, but I hadn't really, like, fully... worked through it is not the right term because I think when somebody passes away you it's not a matter of like working through it or moving on like it's something you always remember them um and you always think of them and it's never something you know that you moved on from but I think I just hadn't fully like accepted maybe that it happened and she kind of helped me like to accept that it happened but she also let me know that my friend was still around um, and kind of confirmed that I had been feeling her and that she was still like guiding me and guiding our community. and that from like where she is now, she is still making a huge um, difference. And that was just like a really amazing thing and a really special thing. Um, That kind of got me into like I feel like the next wave of my healing that I really needed and like also in that session in August um, She had told me that I was going to get some kind of like new diagnosis and new treatment and It wasn't anything. I was like, okay, you know, I don't really know and then literally like a month later in September I got diagnosed with um, immunodeficiency, and then pretty soon after that, I got approved for IVIG, and um, that was a really amazing positive thing because she had also said that This would be kind of the thing to put me over the edge and that it would take a while but to stick with it So that's why I am so hopeful about this therapy And I for the most part feel like the best that I felt since I got sick on this So that has been a really beautiful thing um, To see kind of come into fruition so That was in August of 2019, and then um, it was maybe, like, I don't know how soon after that, but I became, like, friendly with Cindy, and um, I learned about, like, manifesting and human design and all these things. And, like, so basically, if you've never heard of human design, I feel like it's really popular on, like, the West Coast. It's, like, pretty accepted like almost into the mainstream but basically human design it's based off of like your birthday and like where you were born and then like where like the planets and the stars and like everything is in the sky um so like there's different types of human designs um and i am a specific manifester so essentially that means that if I, like, think something or write it down or put in the effort to try to make something happen, that it will happen. And I must say that since I started putting, like, manifesting practices and meditations and, like, setting intentions, like, out into the universe, it has actually made a big difference. And it doesn't mean that you can necessarily, like, will things to happen. That is not the case. It just is a matter of, I think, like, believing in yourself and believing that, like, good things are coming to you um, and that certain things will happen that you really want to if it's meant to be, you know. Um, So, and then also in this human design, meaning this human design session that I had and this was in I think like October or November I had it her name's Lauren her Instagram is the modern astrologer and I will also put that here for you um literally god bless this woman she sat with me for like three hours she's an amazing human being and she talks all about like all of these things um about like your personality and how to work best like with others and your destiny and like your soul contract which is like kind of why you're like put on the earth, Um, and I think what she said to me that, like, truly, truly resonated was she's like, you're meant to be a humanitarian, and you're meant to help others and heal others, and you're meant to do it, like, through the internet, Um, and that was, like, her really big thing that resonated with me, and that's why, like, literally since that, like, session in the fall, I just keep turning over things in my head, and I'm like, what else can I be doing? What can I be doing differently? Um, and all of that good stuff. So very, very interesting stuff. Um, so that was my human design appointment. And then in December, I think it was like December 9th or something. I had a full reading with Cindy, AKA Revealing Soul, who's the intuitive medium. Um, and it was so funny because the first like quote unquote person that came through was my old Maltese Ralph who passed away she's like I'm seeing like a little white dog he's like kind of annoying but like you still love him and I was like oh my god it's Ralph Lauren and yes I named my dog Ralph Lauren because I got him in eighth grade and I thought I was hot shit um excuse my language but I'm just telling it like it is (laughs) so Ralph came through, um, he was the first one, and now that I'm thinking about this, to backtrack like a hot second. So basically what Cindy does is, um, like I said, she is an intuitive medium, she does spiritual guidance and healing, and she connects with like your loved ones that have passed on and your guides. So essentially like your loved ones that have passed on, it can be like, I don't want to say random people that's not... um the correct term for it, and she's going to listen to this and, like, yell at me and have the perfect word. So, that's why, like, we have to get her on here for, like, a follow-up. But basically, you have guides that are, like, always with you that um help you be, like, your highest and best self, and they help um you, you know, when times get tough, or they help you make decisions, and they're always protecting you and looking out for you. So, if you ever, like, oh, my grandpa passed and I still feel him around sometimes or, like, I smell his cologne or, like, something like that. Like, you're not crazy. It is absolutely your guide coming to visit you. So getting back to my December session, um, we sat down. And once again, Cindy's an amazing human being. And, like, normally sessions are, like, an hour. And she sat with me for, like, two hours. Um, And my little dog was the first person that came through and then, actually, it was so funny because my husband's grandmother, Grandma Geteke, um, I think was, like, the second person to come through. And she touched on, like, all of the stuff that, like, I had been dealing with and my husband had been dealing with and actually, like, members of, like, my husband's family. And it was just so interesting because I, like, never expected it. And she gave me such great advice with, like, how to deal with certain things And she sent, like, messages for my husband. I, like, literally in the middle of his work day, I called, I picked up the phone, and called him, and I was like, I have to tell you all of these things. And he was just, like, totally blown away by it. Um, So that was really, really neat. And then my my grandfather came through, my grandpa, who I was very close with, um, but passed away when I was in high school from non-Hodgkin's lymphoma came through. And it's also so funny because he was a deacon in the Catholic Church, and the first thing he said was, like, this is wild, which is, like, totally what he would have said and that he, like, if he was alive, he, like, never would have condoned this, but he was so, like, happy um, that I was there and, like, came to chat with him and visit him and, um, My friend that passed came through, and that was a really special thing, and I found out a lot, like, about her soul contract and, um, you know, that she is, like, still with me and still with her family, and um, that was very comforting and very special, and I also just heard a lot about, like, what I'm meant to be doing, like, the type of work that I'm meant to be doing, um, the type of things I'm meant to be working on. And Cindy, like, without knowing um, what Lauren, the human design um, specialist had said, also, like, affirmed that I am meant to be, like, sharing my story and helping to heal others in some way and advocating for others. And it's something around, like, humanitarianism and chronic illness and Lyme disease. And um, she also had said that, like, going into 2020, I would be at the beginning of my healing journey, but at the end of 2020, I would be, um, like, coming out of my healing journey and feeling a lot better, which I wholeheartedly believe. So, that was um, really nice to hear and really special. Um, and then it was also through Cindy and Lauren that I started practicing manifesting. So, a little bit about manifesting. It basically is setting your intentions into the universe. So, you know, if you're religious, you could think of this as prayer. If you are, um, like, spiritual, you could think of this as, um, you know, meditation or intention-setting. Um, or mindfulness. Um, If you are like me and um, just think of it as like manifesting, then essentially it it can really mean anything. I have a couple of different ways that I manifest um, every two weeks. I don't know what it is about two weeks. It just feels right. I sit down and I write a list, and um, Lauren had told me, write the list as if these things have already happened. So it shouldn't be like, I want to heal. It should be, I am healing, or I am healed, or um, I have found something that resonates with me to heal me. Like, if does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Um, so I essentially write a list, and it's everything from intentions for myself, to my husband, to my family, to um, like work-related things. Like if I'm trying to sell a TV project or make something happen, I will say um, this project will resonate with um, potential viewers or like whatever it is. Um, But my point is that really it can be applied to anything going on in your life that you are trying to have a positive outcome with. Um, So that's one of the things I do every two weeks. I write a list. The other thing that I do is I do not have tarot cards, but I have like two sets of cards that I use. And I will sit and I ask a couple of different questions. I will ask, what do I need to know today? I will ask, what do I need to know to continue healing? And I will ask, what do I need to know to help heal others? And I will pull um, a card and one is a deck of goddesses and one is a deck of animals and like their spiritual meaning and what they're trying to bring you. So that is always just a really good grounding exercise and um, something that really makes me think and brings me a lot of clarity on where I'm meant to be and what I'm meant to be doing. Um, And then something actually that's new that i started doing is every morning when i wake up and every night when i go to sleep i have a little um, intention setting session and i just repeat to myself i am healthy i am healing i am healthy i am healing and typically i'll do it about five times and it just helps me like end my day on the right note and then also start my day on the right note and i really think i know cindy and lauren have both said this and i fully believe it that like our brain cannot tell the difference between whether we're having, like, a thought um, that we're saying, like, jokingly versus, like, a serious thought. So, I'm like, okay, if I can say this as many times of the day as I can and get myself to really believe it, which which I do now, um, my brain will believe it, and my body will believe it, and my soul and my higher self will believe it, and I, at some point, I will heal, and I will be healthy, and it will happen. So that is kind of what I do with like manifesting and intention setting. Um, I also, this has been a while now I've been into crystals. So I, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but two or three years ago now I had Allie figure um, come out to Chicago for a fundraising event. And the first time I ever heard of crystals was through her that when she started to heal, she would take a bath and she would put crystals in the bathtub with her. So I was in California three years ago and I went to a crystal shop and bought like five or six different crystals. And still to this day, I take a bath actually with those same crystals. And there's ones that are like different for everything. Like I really love selenite. Um, I have a big piece of selenite because it's energy clearing. It absorbs Um, negative energies, anything that's, like, not supposed to be there, and I just find it, like, very, very helpful. I keep a big piece of it near my bed, and um, if I'm feeling, like, really down and out, I actually, when I go to bed, I'll put it on my chest, and I, you know, I really feel like it helps kind of, like, clear me out, and then I also um, there's a bunch of them that I like, and I'll have to maybe post, like, a rundown of it, on Instagram because there's so many of them. But, like, I love clear quartz. Um, It amplifies emotions. It amplifies love um, and happiness. And same thing with rose quartz. Um, and then I use, like, black obsidian and black tourmalade. I actually keep it in the four corners of my bedroom. It's their crystals that Cindy gave me for protection um, and to keep negative energy and negative thoughts out. And that works really well for me. And um, even if it's just peace of mind, I mean, what's what's the worst? You know what I mean? That, like, maybe you're not there yet and you don't fully believe in it. um. But I think it's a peace of mind thing, and um, it's a grounding tool, and it's, it's nothing, you know, but positive. It doesn't hurt anyone. Um, and then the last thing that I have adopted that I really like is clearing with Sage. I, um, during the quarantine, honestly, I've probably done it, like, every other day just because mentally I've needed it so badly with, like, the panic attacks I've been having and the irrational thoughts, um, but I have little sage bundles and I will light them and I start first by like clearing my body and I just ask um, to be surrounded by white light, which is a healing radiant protective light. And I ask that anything that is not meant for me to leave my body and my mind and my space, um, that it goes with the smoke out the window. And um, I ask my guides and my angels just to protect me and look over me and protect my family and watch my family. And I ask them to help me be mentally positive and strong and to help me heal. And then I take the sage quickly um, because it can be very strong, so I don't sit you know, for like 20 minutes and sage my bedroom, but I go around my room and I just ask um, that anything that is not meant to be here go with the sage smoke and that the sage bring in happiness and love and positivity and I do um, my doorways and just ask for protection and white light and love. Um, And then I thank my guides and my angels, and I put the sage out. But it's very grounding. It um, brings me a lot of peace, a lot of peace of mind. At times, it actually can, like, completely change my mood, which is a really nice thing, and it's a simple thing. It's an inexpensive thing. Um, it's accessible to everyone, which I really, really like, so um, I'll have to find a good place to buy Sage um, for you if you want to try that out. Um, but yeah, I know that this was a lot of information, um, and it can be kind of overwhelming to like look at and Think through, but I really do believe that our angels and our guides, whatever you know you want to call them, they have our best interests at heart. And through all of these things, like um, seeing a healer or a human design expert, or practicing manifesting or meditation or intention setting or mindfulness, um, it calls in our guides and it asks them to protect us and help steer us in the right direction. And let's be honest, sometimes when you're living with a chronic illness like Lyme disease or tick burn illness or dysautonomia or lupus or fibromyalgia or whatever you have if you're listening, we just need some hope and we just need some positivity. And I hope that if you decide to try out one of these um, healing modalities that it brings you a little bit of joy um, and like I said, I am going to try to get Cindy back on the podcast um, to chat further. Her and I just did actually an Instagram live. It was maybe two weeks ago, and we talked all about um, energy healing and her being a spiritual medium, and actually she did like a live channeling on there for people to ask questions, and it was so crazy. It was so cool. So that is saved on my IGTV highlight. And as always, I am not an expert in everything. So if you have any tips on things um, in this area of life and healing that kind of help to keep you grounded, I would love to know. I would love to hear more and share your messages. So, the best way to reach me is typically through Instagram DM. My Instagram is Allie T. Marusko, um, and I will link that um in the description here. Um, and if you have any questions, please reach out to me. I'm always happy to answer them. So, I think that's the end of me kind of, like, chatting about like, the healing energy and all that stuff, Um, and I am so grateful to everyone that hops on here and listens to these conversations. I really live for these and releasing these, um, so it's always really special to, like, watch people um, and the views go up on these, so thank you, and if you have, like, any ideas for topics that you'd like to hear about, just shoot me a message. Um, I'm thinking that at some point soon I will record an episode on, like, friendship, because that's something that I've been pondering a lot, like, friendship with chronic illness, and then also I've just read a couple of books on the alkaline diet, so I will um, maybe, like, kind of do a little synopsis of everything that I have learned um, about the alkaline diet, uh, maybe I'll do like a and a episode. So yeah, um, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening to In the Limelight. I feel so thankful for this community and it really does get me through the darkest days. So I am sending you all love and lots of healing energy and um, we will totally get through this together. So all right, have a good week, you guys. Bye!